COVID-19 has proved to be the biggest economic disaster to befall us in a century. Quite a part, of course, from the lives that we have lost. Millions of us have either lost or are facing the prospect of losing work as businesses that were a sure bet just six months ago struggle to survive. You know we started off well. We were praised around the world for a decisive response to the outbreak of the virus. But you don't need to be a genius to now know we've got serious problems. Hospitals are overwhelmed our health system and our economy seem unable to meet this crisis. There are those who say we've simply run out of ideas. We're joined now by the CEO of Standard Bank South Africa, former Director General of Treasury, uh, Mr. Lungisa Fuzile. Very good morning to you and thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, uh, Bongani, and uh, thanks for talking to me this morning. Look, the crisis we're facing, uh, somebody described it uh, as saying that, uh, particularly from South Africa's point of view, is not unlike trying to flee a burning house buck naked in the middle of the night only to find intruders at the gate. Uh, it, it, that's uh, probably a, a close to perfect uh, characterization, uh, Bongani. But what we also have to bear in mind as South Africans is that whilst we look at the crisis and see its impact on us yeah. and compare ourselves to other countries uh, next door uh, on the continent and in the world. We must remember that we had a near crisis of our own even before the pandemic broke. Right. Our economy wasn't growing. Um, uh, certainly in the years that it grew, it didn't grow fast enough to absorb sufficient numbers of the people who are joining uh, the workforce. Uh, therefore, we had problems prior to uh, COVID. Uh, COVID has served to exacerbate those. Well, we also haven't exactly covered ourselves in glory during COVID. I mean, we've decimated key drivers of this economy, uh, from tobacco to the liquor industry to restaurants. Um, some would say really because of our own poor planning. It's, uh, it's always difficult, Bongani, uh, uh, to tell uh, whether a crisis or a problem such as this one has been managed well whilst it is still on. The jury yeah. is out on that one. Uh, but it is exceedingly important to always try to balance when you have a, a, a crisis like this one. The, the health issues that pertain to saving lives with making sure that whatever actions you take drastic as they might necessarily be sometimes, you do not cause undue damage to productive capacity, uh, jobs, uh, and livelihoods. And I must say, in the beginning, there was overwhelming support uh, for how uh, the the problem was managed, but the jury is out as to whether we managed it well or throughout. What is important, though, uh, right now, is that I think uh, everyone is beginning to grapple with the challenge we face in the best possible way. Uh, health issues are being addressed uh, decisively. Uh, with failing being part of the economy, uh, I read uh, about uh, the province from which you come, uh, that the health system is cracking. Yep. But uh, at the same time, there are actions to try and save the economy. Whether it is the sub uh, cutting rates by about 275 basis points so far, helping uh, banks uh, uh, to ensure that there is liquidity uh, in in the South African market and it clears at uh, reasonable prices uh, to this crisis. 
At the same time, the financial services sector coming into play to help uh, its clients first on its own, but then later on uh, with some help uh, both from the Saab and Treasury. I think that uh, all of those actions put together, uh, driven with uh, a very uh, decisive and and, um, uh, purposeful uh, intent, uh, will help ensure that we minimize the damage uh, to the economy so that the recovery is not from a very deep, deep hole uh, post-COVID. I, I guess I'm hearing a half, a glasses half full uh, 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 message from you uh, in terms of uh, the heavy lifting you are speaking about and the decisive action that needs to be taken. My question then would be, why are, say, the ratings agencies not buying our message? I guess, Mongani, part of it has got to do with the fact that uh, for some time, rating agencies have been watching uh, us uh, as they always watch countries that they do rate. Uh, and, and oftentimes, uh, we, we make uh, a range of very good uh, promises, which if we were to, uh, in the language of golf, follow through, uh, uh, execute uh, diligently, uh, would really turn the economic situation around. But out of a list of 10, we, we tended to get uh, less than five executed, and even those uh, with uh, uh, sort of partial commitment. Uh, we have had endless debates uh, on the broadest range of policy fronts uh, in key sectors of the economy, uh, and, and, and that on its own uh, does cause uh, rating agencies. In fact, even before rating agencies go on, it causes investors yeah. who would help lift the productive capacity of the economy to hesitate, uh, uh, to hold back and say, hang on, uh, where are the South Africans uh, taking their economy, their country? Uh, and and, and my, 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 my plea would be that, um, uh, you know, those policy debates, most of them uh, have got to be concluded, and they are very necessary. Uh, they're about land reform. They may be about the restructuring of ESCOM, uh, uh, broadband, uh, you know, spectrum. Yes, they have to be had, but you can't have them endlessly. They must be concluded so that an investor sitting anywhere in the globe, looking at South Africa as, a, as an opportunity uh, to put their capital uh, uh, at work in, uh, yeah. can then be able to work out Will I be able to make my money in South Africa? Right. Will it be better to put the money in South Africa versus country A, B, or C? And if it's tick, tick, yes, yes, uh, then they will put the money here. Uh, jobs will be created. Uh, and of course, uh, there will be prosperity. Unfortunately, I can point to any number of issues where we are having dis- debates or we're having discussions. Uh, some of them, uh, you might argue, even in- inflammatory, uh, but no certainty. Uh, it could be the role of the Reserve Bank. It could be whether or not we're going to uh, go the way of quantitative easing, as some are suggesting. Uh, the debate around SAA, are we going to mobilize this money or are we actually going to give out uh, a bailout? Uh, public wages, uh, we're now hearing uh, from Treasury that uh, the wage agreement uh, that uh, was concluded a couple of years ago could now cost us, what, 60% of tax revenue this year? I mean, those are things that are big questions. They need to be answered immediately uh, or we're not going to have any way forward in terms of what we are doing.
I can't agree with you more. And and of course, uh, as as one tried uh, in a small way to contribute to the debate in the article that was published last week, at every turn, leading is about making hard choices. And when you have made one choice, you please one uh, part of uh, society and you offend another. You would hope that on the balance, you always please the majority or the majority see sense in what you are, you are doing. Uh, and having been a part of uh, the system for two decades myself, watched it uh, uh, from the days of uh, Mr. Mandela uh, to uh, the, the current president. It is about making the hard choices and making them at the right time. And very importantly, Bongani, making those choices ourselves as South Africans rather than have them dictated to us, uh, for instance, by those who lend us money, uh, uh, whether it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, institutions in Washington, whether it's the market, uh, be it the bond market, right. by turning its back on us uh, and therefore insisting that we must take the you know, institute, the harshest measures in the quickest way, most painful way. We must yeah. take the, the, the bitter medicine on our own. Are you being listened to? I mean, I think that's for me the, the important thing, not just reading articles such as the one you wrote last week. Uh, you're the former Director General of Treasury. I spoke earlier, and I don't mean to buy your face, as it were, uh, but I spoke earlier about uh, your valiant efforts when you were a Treasury, how you refused to hand the keys to those who wanted to plunder our Treasury. Uh, you didn't want to open the vaults. You've got this background. You're saying all the things that uh, 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 make sense even to a layperson such as myself, are you being listened to? Well, I know we are. Uh, but of course, something does come in the way. Uh, there is no doubt that one of the, the characteristics of uh, uh, the current administration is, uh, is that it listens. Uh, uh, but does it act? Course, does it act on, course, having, course, on having heard what you have to say? Does it then act? There is a question about that. Uh, whether it acts and it acts decisively enough and with the speed that is uh, matching uh, the, the gravity uh, of, the, of the situation that we confront. Uh, but I do hope that moments like this pandemic do jolt us, do prod us into, into quicker action uh, because uh, there's, uh, there's uh, a lot at stake. Uh, one of the things that uh, South Africa has been very proud of uh, so far, is the fact that we have managed uh, as an African country uh, to, uh, to preserve our sovereignty, to be able to set our own agenda. And the only way you can do that is when you manage your affairs very well so that you don't depend on the rest of the world for handouts, yeah. for, for lots of funding for your program, because those who fund you will dictate uh, your, yeah. your, your program Look, and in that way uh, take away uh, part or all of your sovereignty. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was anathema a little while ago to talk about going to the IMF, but I think we're facing that future very quickly and maybe lastly, let me ask you this. How has Standard Bank South Africa been affected by all of this? Bongani, we, we continue to be a, a, a bank that is uh, well capitalized uh, we are managing our liquidity very well, uh, and uh, as, uh, we, we t- thanks to, uh, in part, to, to you know, great board, great management, uh, but also 
just good uh, uh, regulators that are on top of their game uh, in Treasury, the SAB, FSCA, you name all of them. Uh, as a consequence of that, we have been able to do a lot to help our customers, both individuals at the personal level who have got various kinds of uh, loans with us, uh, but also businesses, big and small, uh, in ways that are incredible, Bongani, that have made me very proud to have joined the Standard Bank. Of course, we did this because these are the people that we've always been doing business with in good times, uh, and we could ill afford to abandon them uh, in, at this difficult time. And we also did it because as a responsible corporate citizen, we understand what it would yeah. mean for us to walk away from this client in terms of the damage that would cause to the productive capacity of the economy and the difficulty that that would make for the recovery as this pandemic, uh, we either learn to live with it or we, we pass it. Yeah, we all need to play our role there as far as all of this is concerned. CEO of Standard Bank South Africa there, Lungisa Fuzile.